Excited to be back here again to talk about local sports. And that's what the show's about, local sports. Sponsored by Optimal Orthopedics. You want to hear about your favorite local athlete, your favorite local team, your favorite local high school, middle school, pop water football team, YMCA basketball team, City League. That's what it's all about. Let's talk about it. Let's let people know about it. On ESPN Radio, Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400, FM 104.3. Good morning, Savannah and the Low Country. Welcome to the Call of the Massey Sports Report brought to you by Optimal Orthopedics right here on ESPN Radio Savannah and Hilton Head, AM 1400 and 104.3 FM. I'm Call the Massey. I'm glad, you jo- I'm glad that you can join me. Beautiful day outside, 79 degrees right now, going up to 84, and it's going to be a beautiful day to get out there and play some sports. Yes, that's what we're doing here. We're talking local sports, and uh, every Saturday morning you can listen to my show, The Call of the Massey Sports Report, brought to you by Optum Orthopedics on ESPN Radio, and we're talking local sports. It's been a busy week for me, crazy week for me, running up and back forth to Athens, taking my daughter to college, but I've been trying to keep up on the following, uh, on the uh, local sports scene. We got a lot going on here, but let's first talk about the guests on the show today, and the guests are what drive this show, and I like to talk to local guys, local coaches, local kids, and hey, if you got something to say, give us a call at 920-4441. Yes, you can give us a call. We got open lines at 912-920-4441. Let's hear what you got to say about local sports. Let's hear about your favorite player, your favorite team. Just give us a shout out. Give us a call. You also can listen to us on the web at the Call of Demasi Sports Report. Uh, you can get on the web and listen to us there. You can listen to us on the radio, uh, 104.3, 1400 AM. We're all, all over the place. Give me a tweet at KD Sports Report and we can talk about or get your message on the air that way. So we got a lot of ways that you can be part of this show and we want you to be part of this show. Today's guest, we'll be talking to the new Bulldog Athletic Director. He's been there for a while, and he's going to do a great job with this with the program over there. He's taking on for the legendary, taking over for the legendary Ronald Booker, who retired. He was the women's basketball coach there for many, uh, 34 years at one place. Great job, Coach Booker. And then, of course, he was the athletic director. And now this man's been the head football coach at... A.E. Beach High School for at least 14, 15 years now. Does a great job. He loves the kids. He loves where he works. And now he's the A.D. And we'll be talking to Ulysses Hawthorne, good friend of mine, great guy. Stay tuned. That's in the first segment. Well, it's in the second segment. After we get done with the opener. Hawthorne and the Beach Bulldogs. We'll talk about conditioning that's starting up here in Georgia already. Uh, We'll talk about what he's doing over there with that beautiful new building. And I'm telling you, unbelievable gymnasium. So he's got the whole, he's got a new weight room. And you know anything about Coach Hawthorne, he takes care of his weight room. So he's excited about this. And talking about weights, in the third segment of the first hour, which is roughly about 9.30, 9.35, we'll talk to the head weightlifting coach of Team Savannah. Yes, this man's been doing this for 25 years. Team Savannah is been established for a long time, and this man's been right behind it the whole time. And that's Michael Cohen. He's also been coach of U.S. Olympic teams, weightlifting teams. He also had a chance, an opportunity to go in 1980, but we know what happened to the Olympics in 1980. We didn't go, so he lost that on that. But uh, great guy, great program over there at Team Savannah, right there behind Memorial Stadium. We'll go to the second hour. We're going to stay local, and we'll talk to another head coach who's got a lot, a lot of tenure at his school, and that's Tim Adams at H.V. Jenkins High School. He's going to live, give us a little insight on a Gamecock, yes, a South Carolina Gamecock, that we don't hear much about, and he's right here from Savannah, Georgia. He plays on the other side of Jadavion. 
clowny, okay? Oral World, good shot at being the Heisman Trophy winner. Defensive end, when was the last time a lineman won the Heisman Trophy? A defensive lineman at that. But uh, Chaz Sutton from Jenkins on the other side is going to be a force to be reckoned with. Uh, he led the team last year in sacks. I mean, nobody hears about Chaz Sutton. We just hear about Jadavian Clowney. So we'll talk to him about his former player, Chaz Sutton, up there at the University of South Carolina. And then a new addition this year. And finally in Savannah, Georgia, and I know Coach Hawthorne sitting across from me, would finally going to have the voice of high school football here in Georgia, in Savannah, Georgia. He's all over the state. Everywhere, everywhere else they hear this guy. He, he comes on at 10 o'clock every night and gives us the Georgia High School Scoreboard Show. He breaks down the games. He talks to coaches. And I'm telling you, I, I've tried to find this guy everywhere, and it's very tough to get him to listen to him here in Savannah, Georgia. But finally, ESPN Coastal Georgia, ESPN Radio, Savannah and Hilton Head, down in Brunswick, we're going to have the Georgia High School Scoreboard finally here in Savannah, Georgia, with the voice of Georgia High School football, and that's Tommy Palmer. And I'm excited about it because the man, he brings electricity to the game of football. He's what Georgia football's all about. He's been a, he's been a staple. He's been a you know a pillar of high school football in this state. And Savannah's been missing out. Yeah, I know we got the shows on at eleven thirty, eleven fifteen. Uh, they do a great job with the highlights. But as soon as you get out of the stadium, you could jump in your car and find out who won up in Atlanta, who won down there in uh, in Brunswick. I mean, that's what's so great about it. And I'm excited about it, Tommy Palmer, and he'll be on in the third segment of the second hour, so that's roughly about 10.30 if you're listening. Going to the scoreboard, uh, you gotta love the Braves. I mean, best home record in baseball, the Atlanta Braves, and they took on the best road team in the uh, National League, and that's the St. Louis Cardinals, and I'm telling you right, you got Adam Wainwright, one of the best pitches in the National League, going against Mike Miner, and the Braves are victorious. They beat them 4-1. I'm on my way home from Athens last night, and uh, I'm listening to the radio. I'm listening to the, you know, I'm a purist. I can listen to baseball on the radio, even though a lot of people don't like to listen to baseball on the radio. Well, you know, <laughs> I just, just, just listening to it, I was excited about it. And when Craig Kimball came in at the end for the save, and I don't know if it was Don Sutton, I don't know who the announcer was, he was so excited, calling strike three, strike three. I mean, it's just exciting about it. And they beat the uh, Cardinals last night, 4-1. to one. Uh, The Braves are now 58-45. and 45. They're in first place. They're eight and a half games up on the, uh, national, uh, the national. So we got a first place team. And last night we had the Sand Nats. The Sand Nats took on the Augusta Green Jackets, and they beat them 9-4. They'll be back there tonight. Taking on the Augusta Green Jackets. First pitch, don't forget it's Saturday night, so it's firework night. Uh, first pitch is at 7.05 against the Augusta Green Jackets. And tonight's uh, fireworks are sponsored by St. Joseph's Candler. They have a food drive going on, so bring a, bring a canned product, get into the game, and watch some great baseball. Let's talk a little bit about golf. We got a lot going on in golf around here. First, we got to send out, uh, you know, you got to be watching Gene Sowers. Local guy playing on the Champions Tour out there in the uh, the open, the senior open over there across the pond in England. He's in fourth right now. He was in first after, tied for first after day one. So let's keep an eye on Gene Sowers, local guy, Champions Tour. Next up, the Oglethorpe Invitation, all right? It's already started. We got a bunch of guys in there. Uh, uh, right now, I know Connor Armstrong and Davey Clay teed off at 730 out of Savannah. Jacob hit. Teed off at 739 from Richmond Hill. We had Philip Kennedy at 757. Charles. 
Steve Nelson, Scott Weeks, Howard Hickey, Trip Coggins. I'm giving you a roll call here. Walter Hogan. I'm sorry, Walter Hagen. Uh, then we go down. Drew Amon, David Kennedy, Chris Sells, Doug Hansel, and the closest to the leaderboard. Leader shot of 65 is a young man out of Calvary Day School. Also was on the show as a Weatherington Chiropractic Clinic Athlete of the Week. Matt Mell out of Calvary Day School. He shot a 68. So he's going to be teeing off about 12.55. He'll be uh, one, two, three, four groups before, behind the leader. And uh, Robert uh, Guybell out of uh, Pembroke Pines, Florida. Guybell, if I didn't say it right. He's a... Uh, He's got the lead at 65. So Matt Mills in the hunt. Uh, we got a bunch of guys playing over there, over there at the Wilmington Island Club. Uh, the Oglethorpe Invitational. So we got so much going on. Remember, my show couldn't happen without our, without my sponsor. And they've been sponsoring this show now for almost three and a half, four years. And it's one of the best, best orthopedic places you can go to in Savannah, Georgia, and that's Optum Orthopedics. Remember, they're doctor-led and patient-focused. They have 26 of the finest and best-trained orthopedic surgeons in the region. They have a full-service outpatient surgery center, digital MRI, x-ray services, physical therapy, hand therapy, one convenient location. Optum Orthopedics is your best choice for comprehensive orthopedic care, and they support our local athletes and our local sports. Don't forget, the center is located at 210 East Ren Avenue. Used to be the Southeastern Orthopedic Center. They just changed the name, same great place and it's now optim orthopedics at 210 eastern avenue right here in beautiful savannah georgia you can visit them on the world wide web at orthocentersav.com or optimhealth.com well i'm excited about it football kicked off uh thursday officially if you wanted to get out there early with your football team in high school that's in georgia high school football and we'll be talking to one of the head coaches and he is the senior head coach of the public schools we'll be coming up next with ae beach new athletic director and the same old head football coach Ulysses Hawthorne, you're listening to the Call of Demasi Sports Report brought to you by Optum Orthopedics right here on ESPN Radio Savannah Hillhead, AM 1400 and 104.3 FM. Stay tuned. We'll be talking a little pigskin, bulldog style. We'll be right back. And now, back to the Carl Demasi Sports Report, sponsored by Optum Orthopedics on ESPN Radio Savannah Hilton Head. AM 1400 and FM 104.3. And I'm called Demasi. I'm glad you come on. I'm glad you can join me. Today's show is brought to you by Optum Orthopedics right here on ESPN Radio Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400 and 104.3 FM. Well, it's a beautiful day outside. Like I said, there's a lot going on. We know we got the Old Thorpe Invitational going on over there at Wilmington Island Club right here in Savannah, Georgia. We got the... Uh, I guess you would call it the championship open over there in England. Gene Sowers was uh, was in fourth place going into today. I, I got to pull it up on my uh, computer here so I can see what the later leaderboard is over there. But I'll get some information to you about Gene Sowers in a couple of minutes. But, you know, it's football season. July 25th here in the state of Georgia, football teams were allowed to start their five-day conditioning period. You can go Thursday, Friday. They couldn't go Saturday or Sunday today, uh, yes, today or tomorrow, and then they can go three day. Well, they got to wait till August first before they could put on full pads, so they can get seven days of condition before they really started because August first is this uh, Thursday. So, but some teams have started, some teams haven't, and you know, we talk about high school football here in Savannah, Georgia, and I'm telling you right now, I know 
public school they adjust to. But when you get two public schools playing each other, you get some great football. I know we got Savannah Christian making a run, Calvary making a run, BC's now up and running. But, you know, let's talk about the other guys, too, that play football here in Savannah, Georgia. This man's been in charge of this program for 15 years. He, he's loyal to his school. It's very rarely we get coaches stay at one place. His uh, predecessor stayed at that school for over 35 years. He was the head women's basketball coach, Ronald Booker. He was the athletic director. Now filling in his shoes as the athletic director. And once again, he's still going He's still going to be on the sidelines uh, for AE Beach uh, football. And uh, joining us now in the ESPN Radio Savannah and Hillhead studio is a good friend of mine, the head football coach, and now the new athletic director at AE Beach High School, Ulysses Hawthorne. Good morning, coach. Good morning. Good morning. So how's it going? Fine. Great. You know, football season is always great during this time of year. Well, I, I'm going to throw a little curveball here. Let's go to the other aspect because now you're the brand new athletic director. Now you're the rookie. Fifteen years ago, you would have <laughs> you on the sideline. I mean, even though you coached at Myers Middle right. School, you had football experience. We did it at Jenkins together. Right. What's it like being an athletic director of, of a, well, uh, a the, high school? The biggest concern now, you have to be concerned about all the sports, not just football. You have to make sure the kids and coaches have everything they need to be successful. Uh, I mean, A Beach, you know, when you talk about A.E. Beach High School, we talk. We, we always think about basketball, girls and boys basketball. But the football program has been consistent. I mean, you're one of the, one of the better public schools here. You've been consistent in that program. Uh, how do you feel about this new rule about conditioning? Now, let me explain it to the fans before we start here. Georgia High School came up with a new rule. You had to have five days of conditioning before you could put on pads. And then you couldn't go two a days. That means you couldn't have two practices in one day. If you had two practices in one day, you could only have one practice the next. And uh, they're, they're sort of following the uh, the college uh, scene because that's what colleges do and if you have two if you have a two day practice two a day practice you're not allowed to practice more than what two and a half hours each practice right. where if you have one day practice you're allowed to tra practice three hours right. so we are taking care of the kids we're trying to get them acclimated to the heat but you know kids down here are acclimated to heat what do you think about this whole process well, the period doesn't phase beach because, number one, we condition all summer. So when we started on the 25th, we was already conditioned. But in following with the rules, we had to continue to follow the rules that the GSS set aside for us to follow. But you know, with the tour day, I mean, you know, I wish we could go back to back, you know, but we can't. The rule is in place, so we're going to have to follow that rule. And you guys even start earlier. Right now, you got you kick off August 24th, so you can't practice on Sundays, so take away those three Sundays. You really got three weeks to get ready for a football season. Yeah, time is very limited. You know, got to make the best of our time and just get the kids ready to play. Because right. everybody's on the same schedule, so as long as everybody's on the same schedule, the beaches on it, then we can survive. Well, everybody is on the same schedule. Let's go back to what you said. What I think is funny is, like you said, everybody is conditioning all summer long. Right. You're in the weight room. You're out there running, the kids get involved in passing league. Of course, you got to share them with the other sports, football and baseball and soccer, whatever they're doing. Hopefully, most coaches will do that. But as far as the conditioning program at Beach, what do you do all summer long with these kids before they officially start? Well, you know, we come in, you know, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, you know, we lift and we run three days a week, and we go to pass leagues every Thursday or Tuesday. We know we spend every week this summer in someone's passing league. You know, we're excited about the summer, so our kids are in condition. But just like I said, the GH has set up this rule, and we're just going to, you know, we're going to buy it by and move on. Another another rule, let's get your intake on another rule, is this big concussion rule now. Right. But 
I mean, I want you to vouch for for what I've been saying all along. We've been following this rule for the last three, four, four years here in Savannah, Georgia, or Georgia High School, and now the governor makes it a law. I mean, so, I mean, it's nothing new. How do you feel about, you know, them, them stressing this and, you know, and they say it's more, more in football, but if you go to other sports, there's more concussions in soccer than there is football. Concussions in all sports, believe it or not, and like you said, we've been following the rule all along. You know, sports medicine Savannah is great, you know, great athletic trainers, and you know, they take care of our kids, you know, it really doesn't phase, like I said, Beach or the public schools in Chatham County. We already had it in place. We just continue to do what we've been doing. I think a lot of people are shocked when I tell them that, you know, we've been doing this already. I know I got a couple of calls from a couple of different uh, TV stations, and you guys have been doing this already? Yeah, we've been doing it for at least three years now. I mean, coaches have to be aware of what's going on, and right. I know you. I, I know how I feel. I don't know how what your take is. This is my next point. I know if a, a trainer says to me that kid has to sit out, he's going to sit out. I mean, how do you take it? There's no question. Though, whatever the trainer said, you may not agree with the trainer, but you know, the trainer has the kid's best interest at heart, and we have to follow those rules. And uh, like I say, when I hear that a school doesn't have an athletic trainer, it's shocking to me because we've always had trainers since I've been at Beach High School. No, I'm telling you, coming from New York, we didn't have athletic right. trainers. Uh, we had to wait for a doctor to show up to be on the field before we could play. Sometimes the doctors, you know, was a 130 kickoff, they show up at 140. And a doctor, not even a sports doctor, just any uh, any regular general practitioner could be there at the game. And, you know, that that's what, you know, coming down here, it's been a pleasure. Like you said, the athletic trainers down here, whether they come from, uh, you know, uh, Memorial, whether they come from St. Joseph, whether they come from Optum Orthopedics. I mean, they do a great job. And, you know, their livelihood is just like us. They never home. <laughs> yeah, believe it or not, Coach, if they came and told me that I wouldn't have a train on the field, I'd probably resign as coach because I feel just that secure with them being out there on the field. I think you're asking a lot for a coach to be on the field with no athletic trainers out there. I think you're committing to, you know, you're asking for suicide. And if they told me that we wasn't going to have trainers, no, that probably be my last time coaching because that's just how I feel they're very important to the, to the program. I mean, I, I, what we do, we're, we're the equipment manager, we're the uh, we're the secretary. We got to fill out the paperwork, and now you got double duty being the athletic director. Right, right. I mean, we got to make sure they got their physicals. If we didn't, have, but the athletic trainer, you know, I mean, if a kid gets hurt, you got someone that specializes in treatment right. sports injuries. Yeah. And I, I don't know how you get it over there at uh, Beach High School, but all throughout the pro, all, all throughout the coaching years that I've been involved in different programs, when parents don't listen to us, that really bothers me the most. You have an athletic trainer. Let them see the kid. Let them treat the kid. Let them give you advice. And the kid goes home and soaks his foot in hot water and comes out. It's the biggest, you know, the ankle's as big as a basketball. Okay, right. of course I'm exaggerating, but as big as a uh, grapefruit. You gotta listen to what these people have to say. Well, you know, you know, we try to educate the parents as to, you know, let the trainer check out your child before you make any decisions. You know, we're not gonna send a child home that's in danger. So we're gonna take care of it. So, you know, let, let the trainer make a decision. If he needs to be sent out, then we'll send him out. No, I agree with you. Okay, coach, we got the two minute drill here. What are we gonna expect from the AE Beach Bulldog football team this year? Well, the first thing we're gonna do is we're gonna forget about 2000. Uh, 12. We're going to forget that year and move forward. So we're excited. The kids been in, you know, got a brand new weight room, brand new facility. The kids are excited. You know, we feel like we'll be the first thing in the community see coming out. You know, we want to put on a good show in the fall. And, you know, this will probably, my personal opinion, this will probably be the last year of that region, that region one AAA that beaches in and all the uh, Pierce County, Brantley County, Tatler County, Appling County. How does it, how does it, what is it like playing those out-of-town schools, you know? Dry, I know it's a long road trip, but the out-of-town schools that we're playing 
schools that only have one high school in their county. I mean, I mean, how do well, you feel about you know, it? Nothing really changed. They were still playing against one county schools like a camp. They were still playing against one county schools. But the biggest difference is on Friday nights, they take high school football serious in Appleton, Pierce, Tapton. I mean, it's packed. The stands are packed. They're shooting the cannon. You walk through the crowd. The ho- crowd is hostile. You know, you get get your blood flowing. You're ready to, <laughs> you're ready to strap up once you walk through that crowd. So, but playing against those counties, although it's a good, it's a drive, but their vineyards are so great. Our kids need to see high school sports is played in those uh, different counties. I know. I, I mean, I can go back when I first stepped on to a uh, high school football field here in a game night in Cairo, Georgia, right. with Jenkins High School. I mean, I couldn't believe there were 10,000 people right. packed. I mean, packed to the ceilings. I mean, hollering, yelling. I mean, they're ready to see their team, you know, scrap it on, and we're ready to strap it on against their team, you know. <laughs> oh, you got to bring your boys to play. I know that. Yeah. All right. Uh, down to the last minute. Tell us about the brand-new facility over there. you got to be excited about the brand-new facility at AE Beach High School on Hopkins Street. You got, I mean, the old one had its mystique, but this one, I mean, it's beautiful. It's awesome. You know, we got our own uh, individual locker rooms. Like I said, a brand-new weight room. The kids are excited. You know, they got lockers with their numbers on them. And, you know, we just want kids to take pride and you know, take care of the facility, you know, because a lot was put in for us to be able to get that facility. So it's up to us to take care of it because we're the first one going into it. I mean, we can go to the other side of the ball, too, here, the other side of the court here, whatever you want to call it. Academically, uh, Derek Muhammad is doing a great job over there leading the academics. I mean, Beach has made a full swing with their academics belief, and the kids are believing in it. How do you, how do you see the academics over there? Well, you know, it's, it's you no, know, it goes hand-in-hand. Hand. You know, kids work hard in the classroom. They're going to work hard on the field. So, you know, it's been a big focus on It was always a focus on academics, but, you know, right now we're just getting our due credit. Uh, kids are working hard, you know, with our EOC course, which is out of the roof, you know, our faculty is really putting a tremendous job in getting our kids ready. I'm sorry, fans. That's my phone going off. I got to put it on silent. But uh, go ahead. The fans, the, the kids are believing in what yeah, you're doing. Yeah, you know, our faculty does a tremendous job in, in working with the coaches and working with the kids. The tutorials, Sarah, the tutorials, and the kids buy into it, and they believe that the teachers are really there to help them. And as a coach, you know, our main focus is for our kids to be good students because there's more money out there for kids with great grades going to college. You know, it's, it's unlimited money for, for great students. Well, you know, I, I agree with you. Academics is first. It's always been first, but people don't realize that. Well, Coach, I wish you the best of luck. You're entering your 15th season over there, leading the AE High School uh, Beach Bulldog football program, and I know you're excited about it, and uh, once again, we'll have you on now after a game this week, because ESPN Radio, Savannah AM, Savannah and Hillhead, AM 1400, 104.3 FM, will be highlighting sa- uh, Friday night footballs on Saturday mornings right here on my show, and uh, I'm looking forward to seeing you again, and anytime you have a kid that has an outstanding game, don't forget, we also have the Athlete of the Week, the Weatherington Chiropractic Athlete of the Week, and uh, you know every kid deserves it. And coach, we thank you for what you do, high school sports this area. Your enthusiasm is contagious. You know, I'm ready to go strap it up and play football. <laughs> we thank you and your radio station for all you do for high school sports in this area. Well, coming from you, coach, uh, means means a lot because we've been together now since probably since 1998, right, coach. The, the year before you started over there at Beach, uh, working at uh, Jenkins High School. And uh, if you want to meet a man that care cares about his students and his athletes, you got no other greater example than uh, Ulysses Hawthorne at AE Beach High School. Next up, we're going to get a little into a little weight training or weightlifting with a man that's been doing it now with his program for 25 years, Team Savannah. Team Savannah weightlifting has been in business and has been a success for the last 25 years, and this man's been successful in weight training, and that's Michael Cohen. So stay tuned. You're listening to the Call of the Mossy Sports Report, brought to you by Optum Orthopedics, right here on ESPN Radio Savannah Hillhead, AM 1400, 104.3 FM. We'll be talking weight training. 
on the next side. And now, back to the Carl DeMasi Sports Report, sponsored by Optum Orthopedics on ESPN Radio, Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400 and FM 104.3. And I'm Carl DeMasi. I'm glad you could join me. You're listening to the Carl DeMasi Sports Report, brought to you by Optum Orthopedics right here on ESPN Radio, Savannah and Hilton Head, AM 1400 and 104.3 FM. Well, we just got done talking about A.E. Beach High School football with the new athletic director. He's not the new guy on the football field. He's been there for 15 seasons, but he's new A.D., Ulysses Hawthorne. Great guy. We look for big things this year from the A.E. Beach High School football program. Well, he talked about conditioning, and part of conditioning for football has always been weight training. This next guy in Savannah, Georgia is a big part of weight training, and they've been weight training over there for 25 years, and, it, you know, it runs in his family, it runs, it's in his blood, it's in his kid's blood, it's in his wife's blood, no other, you know, but his, his dad was the man that was behind the whole force with weight training here in Savannah, Georgia. Joining me now on the ESPN Radio Savannah Hillhead AM 1400 and 104.3 FM is the head coach of Team Savannah, Michael Cohen. Good morning, Michael. Good morning, Carl. How's it going? Uh, you, I know you're on the road. You're going to another weight training uh, meeting or, or, or uh, match, uh, or I guess you would call it a weight tra weight training tournament. Uh, so tell tell us what's going on. And I mean, congratulations! Twenty five years. Yeah, it's been, it's been a, Team a Savannah has been it's strong here in Savannah, Georgia. Life, I mean, uh, life dream, and then uh, I've enjoyed. It. I am currently in Birmingham, Alabama, for at the Lakeshore Foundation training camp for the women's well, wheelchair basketball team, our national Olympic team. And I am uh, their strength and conditioning coordinator as well as the men's team. And so I'm up here uh, just taking a look at them and then putting all my ducks in a row for their workouts to start in a couple of weeks. I mean, as you said right there, it, it was a dream of yours back 25 years ago. But this dream started a long time ago with the man in charge of the Cohen family. I mean, just an, uh, did, you, did, you, did your father ever think this would get this big here in Savannah, Georgia? No, I don't think so. I, you know, Daddy was uh, a pioneer in the sport of, of weight training and, and weightlifting. And, you know, back then in those days, certainly football players didn't work out because it made you muscle-bound and slowed you down. And uh, But uh, he knew better. He knew that the dynamic training, the, the, the ballistic training, the high-speed training was exactly what football was all about and which most sports is all about. And so his, uh, his dream uh, was dashed in the 56 Olympics when he broke his neck and ended his, his uh, quest for the gold. And then when I came along, uh, it was, uh, you know, to, to fulfill that dream was a son. And that, that's always nice. And I stayed in it and and then was fairly successful. And now he's uh, my father's witnessing the grandchildren, taking on doing the same thing and going far beyond what we did at, at that age. So it's, it's nice to see the transition and the family staying together and, and continue to push the dream of the Olympics. Well, July July second, you talk about the grandkids, but July second, you guys, you guys swept the uh, the youth nationals out there. Tell us about the youth program and, and you know what, what top uh, weight weightlifters you got in the, in your uh, program. Well, you know every sport program, and you're familiar with this. You've gone through it. You, you have ups and down years, and and when you spend a lot of time and energy at the elite level. You sometimes forget about the developmental level, and, and Team Savannah is no different than anybody else. We, we spent a lot of time grooming our kids for the Olympics, and uh, we got them to the Olympics, and, and they performed quite well. And then uh, the next thing you know, they're, they're retiring or leaving or, or whatever the case may be, and uh, you, don't, you don't have any development. 
So about nine years ago, we started looking at the little kids and developing that so we could have a, a built-in pipeline so we'd never be in this position again. And uh, six years ago, we won the national youth championships, and we've won it every year, six years straight. It's a dominating force. You've got uh, eight men going to the under-15 championships, Pan-American championships with all the Pan-American countries in Shreveport, Louisiana, in just three weeks. And of those eight, the top four are Team Savannah athletes. So we, we've, uh, we've built the team, we've built it from the bottom up, and, and we've got a great youth program coming online, and that means you're going to have a, a great senior program coming online in just a couple of years. Well, simply exciting. Who are some of the young guys that, uh, you know, uh, fulfilled that dream this uh, past year, uh, this past summer, July 2nd, helping you guys with the national championship? Again, that's the yeah, sixth had, one. Cons- yeah, we had quite a few gold medals, but the, the obviously the, the, the what the media is calling the four horsemen, obviously not our media in Savannah, but the, the media around the country, is refers to as the elite four lifters of the United States. They're all coming from one town, and they're basically two sets of brothers. Uh, you got the, the obviously my, my two, Mikey and, and Will Cohen. Uh, Mikey's 15, he's a sophomore at uh, Benedict King, and Will is 13, and he is an uh, eighth grader at uh, St. James this year. And they are, they are the absolute one-two in, in the country. Uh, Mikey and Will have both shattered American records, and, and we look for them to go to the Pan Ams and, and continue their win streak. And then you got the Cummings brothers. Come, uh, you got uh, Omar and CJ out of uh, Beaufort, South Carolina, who have basically grown up with us. And uh, they're coached by Ray Jones out of Beaufort, South Carolina, one of the top coaches, again, one of, one of our coaches. And the, the combination of those two boys, uh, CJ is one of the youngest, one of the strongest in the nation by far. He's currently ranked number one in the nation, 19 and under, and he just turned 13 years old. You know, like Will, he's, he's, he's a dominating force. He's in the 62-kilo class, which means he weighs about 138 pounds. Cleaner jerks 275 pounds. I mean, he is, he is a, a man of milk's kids. And then you got his brother in the 77-kilo class, uh, which is Omar. And Omar has just turned 15, just like Mikey. And uh, he has uh, shattered the American records at that contest. In fact, all four boys, not only one, but shattered the American records. And they're all four in different weight classes, which makes it a lot of fun because there's only eight weight classes, and, and you got the four of the best right there. So those four are the nucleus of our, of our rebuilding program. And then, of course, you got some other ones that are coming online, and we're real excited about the, the next generation, so to speak. The, the, the 10, 11, and 12-year-olds. My uh, 8-year-old boy, Samuel, plays fourth in the 11 and under division, 8 years old. He's the youngest there. He made all his lifts. He looked real good. He swaggered on the platform. He swaggered off the platform. I look for him to shatter all the records that my, my oldest two boys are doing now. Well, let's let's not stop there. I mean, we also got to go to the other uh, gender. I mean, you had Carolyn Cohen win a gold medal at 11 and under, and then you had yeah. Graceland Cobb win a gold at 11 and under. That's so, right. I mean, yeah, well, going, yeah switching sides and going to the women's side. Yes, absolutely. You know, uh, 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 Graceland is a, a phenomenal lifter. She's 11 years old, and that's her first national level meet. And you got to understand, it's not like competing in you know in a, in a local meet or regional meet or a state meet. Nationals is a whole different ball game. The pressure there. You've got hundreds of, of children there, all you know with the same dreams to win and then go on to wear the rings. And so to go there and perform at the level that you need to perform at, at a very young age. And both her and Carolyn, my, my, my little girl, uh, broke, broke records, lifted well, made the lifts, and uh, they are you know, being looked at, being groomed for the next division. Next division is the 13 and under, 
wishes the, the minimum age you can be to travel with our national squad to Colorado Springs or some of the other major camps, they won't accept you until you're 13 years old. So both of these girls, the only thing stopping them is their age. By the time they turn 13, they're going to be the elite of the elite going to that camp, much like the four boys are now. So wow. those six combined with the ones we've got coming up, like I said, coming down the pipeline is, is very, very exciting times. It, it, it's, uh, the, the energy is back. The excitement is back. We, we, we've missed for the last few years, and now I think we're ready to go. Well, we got we got a minute to go here, uh, Michael, and uh, we got the big uh, first time, first annual Wolverine Open. What's this all about? August twenty fourth, right here in Savannah, Georgia. We decided we decided to do something fun for the for the guys and the girls, and and the, uh, we sat down as we did all of our meets. We sat down, we talked to them. So, okay, what do you want to name it? And of course, with the, with everything going on Wolverine in the United States, they said Wolverine. And so, my <laughs> wife, who is the uh, the computer guru of Team Savannah. Sat down and came up with logos. It came up with uh, T-shirt designs, and it's going to be a big meet. We've already gotten uh, already gotten entries in from Alabama, Florida, South Carolina, North Carolina, Virginia, uh, Tennessee. Just sent in an entry form for us, so it's going to be a, a nine, ten, twelve state competition. Uh, it'll be at the Anderson Cohen Weightlifting Center, and this is going to be like the, the last warm up before the American Masters, which is going to take place in November in, in Savannah. So this is a, a great time for the young ones to lift. It is a developmental meet. But then on the other hand, all the top lifters in the country, both junior and senior, will be there because it is going to be a lot of fun. Well, Michael, I appreciate you all all that you do and all that you are doing for our youth in this uh, area with uh, weightlifting. I know you love it. You've been involved in it for, for forever. Keep up the great work. And uh, when anything you got any special you want to announce, just give me a call. Let's, let's give it a shout-out on the air here so everybody can you know, know about what's going on weightlifting. I'll, I'll certainly do it, Carl. Appreciate all the hard work you guys are doing for us. Well, you know what? It's a sport, and it's a sport that goes under the radar, just like the other minor sports in this area. And, you know, these kids deserve the recognition as any other sport does. So that's what I'm all about, and uh, I appreciate what you do. And uh, keep in touch, and good luck. Thank you very much, Carl. I appreciate it. You're welcome. That's Michael Cohen, the head coach of Team Savannah. 15 gold medals or 15 first places at the last national youth. They've won it six years in a row. Team Savannah, consistency. That's what a championship program's all about. It's not reloading or rebuilding. It's reloading, not rebuilding. He's always reloading, and he's got a lot of kids interested in this. I mean, his, his own kids do a great job, but uh, such, such a great venue for uh, anybody that wants to get their kids bigger, faster, and stronger. And it's, it's not a expensive either. So check out the uh, Anderson Cohen Weightlifting Center right there behind Memorial Stadium right off of uh, Skidaway here in Savannah, Georgia. Next up, we'll have an open mic. Uh, let's hear what you got to say. Give us a call at 912-920-4441. The lines are open. Let's hear about the Ryan Braun situation. Let's hear about the steroids. Talking about weightlifting. And these weight, weight, weightlifters are all natural, so we don't have to worry about uh, you know HGH and all that testosterone stuff going on. Simply amazing. Simply amazing. Oh, I didn't take any steroids. Oh, I'm going off my... I'm going off tangent here. I'll get back to it when we come back from break. I'm Carl Demasi. You're listening to the Carl Demasi Sports Report brought to you by Optum Orthopedics right here on ESPN Radio Savannah Hillhead, AM 1400, 104.3 FM. We'll be right back. Give us a call. And now, back to the Carl Demasi Sports Report, sponsored by Optum Orthopedics on ESPN Radio Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400, and FM 104.3. 
And I'm Carl DeMasi, and I'm live on ESPN Radio Savannah Hillhead, AM 1400, 104.3. And this is all brought to you by Optum Orthopedics. And remember, they're doctor-led and patient-focused. And you're listening to the Carl DeMasi Sports Report. We're in segment number four of the first hour, or as I like to say, the fourth quarter of the first hour. We, we play two games here every Saturday. The first hour is from 9 to 10, and the second hour is from 10 to 11. I'm glad you could join me. And uh, we got a lot going on here in Savannah, Georgia, and i got to give you an update on the senior. Open out uh, out there in or across the pond at uh, Royal Burkdale uh, in Southport, England. And Gene Sowers has been uh, really, really making this exciting. Right now, Gene Sowers is tied for fourth. He's three under. Uh, he's uh, two shots behind uh, Mark Wiebe and Bernhard Langer. We know that name. And that's a famous one. And uh, three under and. Uh, I'm trying to find out what hole he's on. I don't think he started yet, but I'll find out more. But, you know, right now he's at tied for fourth, three under, and I'll get a live scoring in a second. I got to go back to another guy that we've been following a lot here in Savannah, Georgia. He's from Swainsboro, and that's uh, our man, um, Will Claxton. He's uh, tied for 11th at the RBC Canadian Open. So we got Will Claxton up there at the RBC Canadian Open, and we got Gene Sowers across the Atlantic Ocean, tied for fourth in the Senior Open uh, over there in England. And, uh... I've been I've been out of touch for the last couple of days because of uh, you know my daughter is a uh, bulldog a UGA student and I was up there helping her move from one apartment to another just a beautiful town Athens is beautiful I don't care what anybody says and you know uh, I'm a big bulldog fan now because of her I've always been a bulldog fan I can even go back to 1980 that's the only time I hated the Georgia Bulldogs disliked them is when uh, they beat a team of mine called Notre Dame and Herschel Walker ran all over them but uh, the big news this week and and being a high school football coach really really perturbed me about that, how these athletes, these professionally athletes, can get away with using performance-enhancing drugs or what we call steroids or uh, human growth hormone, whatever you want to call it. And our youth are looking up to these guys. Whether it's baseball, whether it's football, whether it's basketball, whether it's swimming, whatever. I mean, bicycling, doping with uh, Lance Armstrong. It's really... And then they lie about it. And then they get... In front of us, on the internet, on TV. Oh, I never touched the stuff. I'm clean. And then Ryan Braun says, yo, well, I'll accept the 65-day suspension if I can come back and play next year. Yeah, he's going to come back next year and play because he's going to get a hundred and something million dollars. Take the money away from this guy. Make these people learn. Can, can we get an example? Can Major League Baseball set an example here? Cheating is not right. Cheating is not right. Think about all those young guys in the minor leagues that aren't cheating. And this guy takes one of their spots. I don't know. But uh, this week, uh, my uh, producer, PJ Zuko, is on a uh, trip. Uh, he'll be back next weekend. But we got one of the uh, three amigos, as I call them, on three and out. Heard every day here, Monday through Friday, right here on ESPN Radio, Savannah Hill and Head, AM 1400, 104.3 FM. And he's the host. He keeps uh, BJ Bennett. And Matt Osborne straight, and that's Kevin Thomas. Kevin, I mean, you guys have been talking about this all week. It, it really is getting pathetic. They should put this guy out to dry. Now we hear A-Rod, he's going to get a live. Why should he get a live ban and not, and not Braun? I mean, it just doesn't make any sense. No, I, I think the, the thing that, that strikes people the worst, Carl, is, as you said, it's not so much that people do it. That's bad enough. I think, as, uh, at least me as a, a fan of baseball, you look at it and say it's, the, it's just the outright lying. Uh, that, that's, no, no. I didn't do it, I didn't do it, and oh, oh wait a minute, I, maybe I did do it. That, that's the part that uh, I think hits people the, the most is that if you did it, just admit it, and we'll, we'll as a society, probably move on. But uh, just the outright lying about it, I think that's what uh, really gets people uh, in the wrong way. 
I mean, yeah, man, this is okay. There's no, there has been no rule ever in baseball about using steroid use. And, you know, we can go back to Maguire, Sosa, Bonds, uh, uh, even uh, Roger Clemens, and all these other guys, uh, Palmero. I mean, there was no rule, but it's cheating. I mean, there was no rules that says you couldn't do it, but it's cheating. They have a rule now. I mean, whether you, you know, I mean, it just, someone has to step up and put an end to this and say, if you do it, you're gone. Well, I think baseball, for as, as much as we all get upset about this, is, is doing about as good a job, believe it or not, Carl, as anybody. Uh, there with the 50-game suspensions, 100 games, the maybe lifetime ban coming for A-Rod. I mean, the NFL, it's four games and welcome back uh, with open arms. And uh, a number of other sports have policies in place. It seems baseball has been more out front. Uh, because I, I think, Carl, and correct me if I'm wrong, baseball, you can more easily equate steroid usage with cheating because you can look at it and say, well, this guy hit 60 home runs. If a middle linebacker is taking steroids, you can't look at it as a fan and say, well, he got four more sacks because he was juicing. I just don't know, Kevin. I just don't know. It's just, it's just blowing my mind. I mean, I mean, you, like you said, you could see the physical change in Barry Bonds from when he was a rookie to the end of his career. You could see the same thing with Mark McGuire. I mean, if you can't tell the difference, and you, there's something wrong. Yeah, I know now performance-enhancing drugs are a lot not more, uh, they're not more visible because we don't see Ryan Braun being that big, you know, bulking uh, Hulk-like figure. But still, though, it's cheating. It's cheating. Let's get over it. I agree. I'm surprised more uh, professional pride at some level doesn't come into play where uh, you ask one of these guys, Carl, I'm sure they would tell you I'm one of the best players uh, in the game. Well, I mean, you would think there would be some kind of professional pride that you could at least be one of the best players in the game and and do it honest. I agree 100%. I mean, uh, but you know what? what's another factor that really bothers me is all those guys that are in the minor leagues, triple A to single A, that aren't using these drugs, that, 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 that want a position, get bumped out because someone like this. And then they're going to give him $100 million. Well, he's getting zero dollars right now. But, yeah, you're right. He, he definitely used uh, the, the, the PED stuff to, to get himself that contract. And I could see where that would be uh, tempting to, to athletes to say, hey, if I use and I get an edge, I, would, I could get all this money. But now uh, his reputation is publicly ruined forever. Yeah, but still, though, like you said, he's not going to get money for the, the, the 65 games that are left. It's like $3 million. Okay? But when he comes back, he's got a $112 million contract waiting for him. They, they, need to, they, need, I mean, they need to hit this guy in a wallet. They need to say to him, you know what? You're not getting $112 million. You're lucky if you're going to see any of it. And that's what they should do. But nobody wants to put their foot down and do that. Oh, no, you're absolutely right. And, and with baseball, they've been very successful at negotiating contracts where that money is, is getting paid as long as he's not suspended one way or another. Well, I know we could talk about this uh, for the next uh, three hours. But remember, stay tuned for hour number two. You're listening to the Call of the Massey Sports Report brought to you by Optum Orthopedics right here on ESPN Radio Savannah and Hilton Head AM 1400 and 104.3 right back. 104.3, 104.3 FM. We'll be right back with hour number two of the Call of the Massey Sports Report. Sports Report, sponsored by Optum Orthopedics on ESPN Radio, Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400 and FM 104.3. 
This is the Carl DeMasi Sports Report. Excited to be back here again to talk about local sports. And that's what the show's about, local sports. Sponsored by Optum Orthopedics. We want to hear about your favorite local athlete, your favorite local team, your favorite local high school, middle school, Pop Warner football team, YMCA basketball team, City League. That's what it's all about. Let's talk about it. Let's let people know about it. On ESPN Radio, Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400, and FM 104.3. Good morning, Savannah and the Low Country. Welcome to hour number two of the Call of Demasi Sports Report, brought to you by Optum Orthopedics, right here on ESPN Radio, Savannah and Hilton Head, AM 1400 and 104.3 FM. And I'm Call Demasi. I'm your host for the next hour. We've already played one hour. In the first hour, we talked to the A.E. Beach head football coach and new athletic director, Ulysses Hawthorne. Great take on about conditioning. And, yes, high school football started here in Savannah, Georgia. Started here in Georgia, and we talked about conditioning that's already started. We talked to the man that's been running Team Savannah for the past 25 years, and that was the head weightlifting coach, Michael Cohen. They won their sixth consecutive national youth uh, weightlifting competition. Great job over there, right there, located behind Memorial Stadium on Skidaway, the Anderson Cohen weightlifting center in the second hour we got two guests lined up we'll be talking to the hv jenkins head football coach tim adams the second most tenured coach in public school football uh so he'll tell us about his take on conditioning and what's going on with a gamecock that doesn't get much attention because jadavian Clowney is unbelievable is all world in my mind should win the heisman trophy if he doesn't get hurt and has an unbelievable season but playing on the other side is a former savannian high school prep football player chaz sutton chaz sutton i'm pretty sure led the clinton gamecocks in sacks last year not jadavian Clowney. you know jadavian Clowney is going to be double team i know if i'm coaching against jadavian Clowney, i'm running the other way who am i running at chaz sutton from jenkins high school right here in savannah georgia so we'll talk to tim about that and then we'll have the man that is the voice of Georgia high school football right here in the state of Georgia. And he's joining the ESPN Coastal Radio crew. He'll be on here every Friday night. He'll be on with his pregame show from 6 to 7. And then he'll be on here at 10 o'clock with the scoreboard show, the Georgia high school football scoreboard show, Tommy Palmer. I'm excited about it because you know what? I've been following football since my boys have been playing football, since I've been coaching football. I get in my car. I want to hear how the other teams uh, you know, fared. I don't have the TV. You know, at 1115, 11... That's what the highlights were, but by the time I got home, I want to know what's going on. And Tommy Palmer has filled that void whenever I can get it, uh, you know, uh, heard in my car. Now it's going to be right here in Savannah, Georgia. It's going to be great. And I'm excited about it. And uh, that's our number two. On the scoreboard, you got to love those Braves. Okay, they took care of the red-hot St. Louis Cardinals. That's right, they broke the Cardinals' four-game winning streak last night with a 4-1 win. I mean, Mike Miner pitched unbelievable. He was lights out. Uh, I mean... You got to understand, we lose Tim Hudson uh, the day before. Yes, even though I was away. Yes, I was away for, uh, you know, up in Athens, Georgia, help my daughter move her apartments, you know, her apartment stuff. I mean, just uh, it, it, was, it was very, you know, it, it was hard, but I did it. But, uh, you know, St. Louis Cardinals, the best road team in the National League versus the best home team, the Braves, and the Braves come away, and uh, then Craig Kimball comes in, uh, gets the save. Uh, the Braves are, you know, in first place. They're 48 and uh, sorry, they're 58 and 45. They're 32 and 15 on, on the road. I mean, uh, and they're, they're hot. And let's not forget about our own 
professional baseball team, our only professional baseball team right here in Savannah, Georgia, and that's the Savannah Sand Nats. They took care of the uh, Augusta Green Jackets last night, 9-2. to um, I'm telling you, this guy, Yona, is a hot pitcher here in, in uh Single A. We're going to see that kid moving up pretty quick. And uh, once again, they took care of the Green Jackets 9-4. They'll be home tonight with, of course, it's Saturday night. What do we have on Saturday nights? We have fireworks right after the game, and that's sponsored by St. Joseph's Candle Canned Food. And uh, it's our first pitch. First pitch is at 5.05. Oh, so I, I take this back. They're playing a doubleheader tonight. So you're going to have to sit, sit through two games. They're going to start at 5.05 is game one. And then 30 minutes after game one is finished, we'll get game two. And then you'll get the price of one game. You'll get two games, and you'll get fireworks at the end, and hopefully the Sand Nats will have their own fireworks. So uh, that's the Savannah Nats, Sand Nats. And we always talk about golf here, and i got to apologize. I've been looking and searching and scanning and uh, surfing the web. All I know is that um, I guess 1455 would be a 255. Gene Sowers will be teeing off. He's four under at the Senior Open in England, okay, in Southport, England, okay, he's he's. He's uh, in the second group, so I, I'm pretty sure it's a 2.55 their time. So uh, that's six hours ahead of us. So um, I, don't, I, I don't know. But, you know, Gene Sowers is in the hunt. So if you, got, if you got some information, please call us. The lines are open. Yes, we do have hotlines here. 912-920-4441. Let's hear about your team. Let's hear about your favorite player. Someone fill us in on Gene Sowers. What's he doing over there in England? Someone who's watching the Golf Channel, give us a call. Then we can go to the... Uh, the local or the uh, stateside tournament, the RBC Canadian Open, PGA stateside tournament, the RBC, RBC Canadian Open, that's at uh, the Glen Abbey Golf Course in Oakville, Ontario. And a uh, local guy, Will Claxton, I said he was tied for 11th. I was reading my last week's notes. He's tied for 67th. He's uh, two under for the first three rounds. He's, uh, he's gone through 12 holes today. So uh, he shot a 69 in round one. He shot a 74 in round two. So right now he's two over in round three. He made the cut. So, and got any of the golf scores? We got the Oglethorpe Invitational going on right here in Savannah, Georgia, and they've teed off. We have a lot of, a lot of local guys in that Oglethorpe Invitational. We got Connor Armstrong, Davey Clay, Davey Clay, my starting point guard quarterback when I was at St. Andrews, so uh, I'm pretty excited about that. Jacob Height, sorry, Jacob Hitt from Richmond Hill, Philip Kennedy, Charlie Smiley, Denny Nelson, Scott Weeks, Howard Hickey, Trip Coggins, Walter Hagen, uh, Drew Amon, another local guy that I know, uh, David Kennedy, Chris Sells, Doug Hansel, and then the local guy that started today three under behind the leader, Matt Mill out of Calvary Day School, only 19 years old. He's up there in the leaderboard. He'll tee off in the fourth group before the first group of the leaders go. And Robert Gable has a shot of 65 yesterday. Matt Mill shot of 68, so he's three strokes off the lead. Uh, anything else I can think of or I've missed, please give us a call. At 920-4441, we're talking local sports. We want to hear what you got to say. you got an athlete you want to nominate for the Weatherington Chiropractic Clinic Athlete of the Week. I mean, I'd like to hear about it. I, I know everybody in Savannah would like to hear about it. Once again, this is Carl Demasi. You'll listen to Carl Demasi Sports Report. And this could not happen without my sponsor, Optum Orthopedics. They have 26 of the finest and best trained orthopedic surgeons in the region. They have a full-service outpatient surgery center, digital MRI, x-ray services, physical therapy, hand therapy, one convenient location. Optum Orthopedics is your best choice for comprehensive orthopedic care. And remember, they support our local sports and our local athletes. The center is located at 210 Eastern Avenue right here.
friend, beautiful Savannah. Visit them on the World Wide Web at orthocentersav.com. That's www.orthocentersav.com. So uh, we're going to go into hour number two. First segment up, waiting on deck, is the head football coach at Jenkins High School, Tim Adams. He's going to talk about conditioning. Yes, Georgia High School football has started. The new policy is that... High school programs have to have five days of conditioning and just helmets and shirts, no full pads. Then August 1st, they could put the full pads on. So some people could have started yesterday, uh, sorry, Thursday, July 25th, and they get seven days of conditioning. So, yeah, I mean, for a lot of coaches, that gives them a head start. You know, not hitting, getting all your basic plays in, offense, defensively, and going over your special teams. And then August 1st, they're allowed to put the shoulder pads back on. They're allowed to start, they're allowed to start hitting. And, you know, you know, it's an exciting time when football starts here in, in Savannah, Georgia. In Georgia, no less. Uh, uh, pros have uh, pros have reported the pros of Atlanta Falcons, Jacksonville Jaguars, the two closest teams to our area. They've started already. Matt Ryan get a nice, nice new uh, contract, a little pocket change for Matty Ice, or we call him Matty Money now. Uh, so uh, you got to like that. And then college will start up next week. Georgia Southern, Savannah State, uh, you know Georgia, Georgia Tech, whatever your team may be, South Carolina, they all start next week. So next up, we'll be talking some high school football with the second. Most tenured football coach in public schools. That's Tim Adams from HV Jenkins High School. You're listening to the Call of Democracy Sports Report brought to you by Optimal Orthopedics right here on ESPN Radio Savannah Hilton Head AM 1400, 104.3 FM. Stay tuned. Let's talk some football. And now, back to the Carl DeMasi Sports Report, sponsored by Optum Orthopedics on ESPN Radio, Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400 and FM 104.3. And I'm Carl DeMasi. I'm glad you could join me. And you're listening to the Carl DeMasi Sports Report, brought to you by Optum Orthopedics. Remember, Optum Orthopedics is doctor-led and patient-focused. And it's right here on ESPN Radio Savannah, Hilton Head, AM 1400, 104.3 FM. And we're talking local sports. And uh, right now in Savannah, Georgia, in the state of Georgia, we got high school football starting. Yes, high school football programs were allowed to start their conditioning part of their new guidelines. They have to go five days in just helmets and a t-shirt or a practice jersey and shorts and cleats, whatever the coaches want, except there's no full pads, no shoulder pads, no girdles, no knee pads, no thigh pads, no practice pants. Just get conditioned for what's coming up with the weather and the heat and humidity and everything else. But you know what? All these teams have been practicing during the summer, well, conditioning during the summer and running in passing leagues and getting ready for the season. And uh, this next guy I got online holding on the ESP Radio, Savannah Hill Head, AM 1400 Hotline. Uh, Tim Adams has been at Jenkins High School. He's already completed eight, eight years. He's entering his ninth year, and he's had some great players come through that program. And uh, we got a lot to talk about. And we're going to get his take on how he feels about the conditioning and the new uh, policy. We, if you do two-a-days, that means you practice twice in one day. You cannot do that the next day. And he's joining us now on the ESPN Savannah and Hilton Head, AM 1400, 104.3 Hotline. The head coach at HV Jenkins High School, Tim Adams. Good morning, Tim. Hey, Carl. How you doing? I'm doing good, sir. How you doing on this nice Saturday, beautiful day? And yeah, there's no football today because that's part of the po- policy. But how's everything going there over there for the Warriors at H.V. Jenkins High School? Uh, it's going well. We finished our second day yesterday and, um, you know, went through the process, conditioning them, um, trying to keep it football specific as much as possible, but just kind of getting them used to, um, you know, the, the a faster tempo. They've been working out all summer, but... Um, we're just trying to get things going like everybody else. 
Now, as far as this Georgia high school state associating policy goes, Tim, do you like it? Do you think it's beneficial to high school football? I know they're trying to follow the same guidelines that college do, that college college have intact for the last couple of years. How do you like this p- policy? Uh, well, I understand why they're doing it. Uh, that you know they're trying to put everybody in a you know trying to get you to get your kids ready, but also trying to keep the kids safe. And uh, there's so many different schools out there. Uh, as far as Jenkins goes, you know it, it it's um, it's something we 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 do because we're supposed to do it. Uh, you know, the only thing I'll say with the uh, the five days is, you know, if you haven't done anything all summer, these five days aren't going to – you're in trouble regardless. So uh, these five days are just kind of an extension of the summer to us, you know, uh, except for the tempo's higher and you get out there and do some more specific stuff. But our kids have been lifting and running all, all summer like most of every program. Well, you know, they're pretty much acclimated to the what's going on here as far as the weather goes, the humidity, heat. I mean, I coached up in New York for uh, 16 years before I came down here. And, uh, you know, the, the kids up there got used to it. It's just like the kids down here. We just didn't have as many uh, 90 degree or, or higher days when we were up in New York. But we still got a good amount of it during the summer. And I think it's beneficial because the kids also, you know, they're also ready for what's going on. And you get to spend a little more time uh, besides hitting, which, you know, part of the game is tackling. That's the only thing you can't do. So you get something out of it. Now, you know, as far as you and Jenkins High School, you're entering your ninth year. Uh, how, how's the program going? Where do you see it going this year? Well, we, we were really young last year. And, you know, we lost some a few of our seniors that were pretty good players. But, uh you know, most of our starters were underclassmen, so they're coming back. And, and you know, we have some weak areas that we're trying to shore up. Uh, uh, we're kind of, I mean, we're excited. You know, everybody should be excited. Uh, every team, it's a new year. Last year's gone, you know, whether it's good, bad, or indifferent. It's a new start, fresh start, and the kids are always juiced and ready to go. And, uh, um, we're, I mean, we're excited. We, we've liked what we've seen so far. Um now, you know, how they respond in a competition, you know, you, you'll find that out when, when game time comes. But uh, we, we like where we're going, and we like the effort's been put forth, and we've seen some good leadership. So the early signs are, you know, make you feel good. But, uh, but again, it's the beginning of the year, and everybody's excited as they should be. Uh, so we're ready to go. Well, you lose the Ashley Deering Award winner in Paris Baker, and you lose the, um, who was the other quarterback you had back there? Is he back? Uh, Brendan Carter will be back. Brendan Carter's our starter this year, yes. And so you got you got Brendan Carter coming back. You got any other key players we're going to be counting on? I know Paris Baker's gone. He was a big part of your success offensively last year. What, what do we expect besides Brandon Carter? I know Brandon Carter is a standout player, too. Um, well, receiver, you know, our, our, our uh, very tough little player we got. I mean, he's probably one of the smaller starters we got, but he's, he's, he led us in receptions, actually. Uh, it was Juan De La Rosa. He's, uh, he's for pound for pound, he's, he's a very, very tough kid. Um, and he's, uh, pretty sure-handed, so we, we, we like him. And, and then, um, you know, on the defensive side of the ball, we've got Deontay Polite coming back and, um, Eric Johnson and, and uh, Aaron Jones, a lot of young guys. I mean, that gained a lot of experience last year. So, uh, you know, I can't I can't remember all of them's name right now. I'm getting too old to remember all that stuff. So, uh, I don't want to start mentioning too many names and forget some. But I'll just say this: we we've got a lot of kids coming back, and and we're ready to go, and uh, we're practicing just like everybody else. And um, um, Brendan's got to be a Brendan's got to have a good year for us, and we, and we think he will. He just needs to stay healthy. Um, because behind him, we got two or three young kids that are that are learning the system. 
Yeah, I can understand that. Uh, I'm Carl DeMasi. You're listening to the Carl DeMasi Sports Report. I got the head coach of H.V. Uh, Jenkins High School football program on the ESPN hotline. That's Tim Adams. Tim Adams entering his ninth year over there at uh, Jenkins High School. Now, you've had some really, really good players come through there. I mean, Ben Patrick uh, scored a touchdown in the Super Bowl, and uh, we're hearing... Big things about Jadavian Clowney out of South Carolina. But people don't realize that we got we got one of our own on the other side of that defensive line. His name is Chaz Sutton. So uh, tell it, tell it. I mean, Steve Spurrier was talking up a lot about Chaz Sutton a couple of days ago. Tell us about Chaz, Coach, and what, what we can see out of that former warrior that now being uh, playing for the Gamecocks. Well, first of all, I'm extremely proud of Chaz. He, he graduated from the University of South Carolina last May. That's That's the first big plus I can give him and that's that's the that's the thing I told him I was most proud of. He walked across that stage or, you know, in the stadium last year and, and got his degree from South Carolina and that, that is a huge, huge plus for him. He you know, he, he struggled in high school and ended up having to go to a prep school and um and he made it. So he got his degree and that that's before football. I mean I told him I said, Son, you you, you have really exceeded and now 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 let's chase this other dream. And um as far as that goes, he he's he had a good year. Um, he's always been an extremely good pass rusher, even here his senior year. I think he had 22 sacks. But um, you know, on that level, he's learned that SEC football is the real deal, and he's paid his dues. And he you know he got extensive playing time last year, and um, this year he's he's scheduled to uh, slotted to start opposite Clowney. Um, you know, he, he knows what he's got to do. Hopefully he'll stay healthy and have a great year. But he's a good kid. He is an extremely good kid. It, you know, you've been around him. He's pleasant to be around. He's, he doesn't have a, uh, an abundance of arrogance hitting you in the face. He's, he's just a good kid, and, and, and he's, he's, he's very easy to root for. Uh, I mean, I mean, when I had a coach against him, I mean, we were in, we were in the other way. I mean, we weren't going at Chaz Sutton, and uh, I mean, just, and like you said, he's a down to earth kind of person. And uh, I, I really would love to get him on here, but I know I have to go through all the the uh, ropes to get you know talking to college football players now or, or local guys that go to the next level. It, it, it's so hard. You got to talk to the PR person, and you got to get the okay. Yeah, yeah, and um, and that's what what you know what he reminds me of. Um, we talk um, fairly frequent, uh, not not so recently, but uh, you know he, he's 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 doing well, and and we're we're proud of him, and and I tell him to come by, and he comes by when he comes home, and all that kind of stuff. But um, this this could be a big year for him. Um, I mean, I, I hope he plays well. I hope so. You know, I'm not a South Carolina diehard fan by birth, just by by player, and uh, you know, you're rooting for him, and and hopefully. Playing opposite Clowney should give him a, a, another opportunity, I hope, because uh, I'm sure everybody's focus is going to be on Clowney. Well, yeah, you know, that's the way it's going to be. I mean, everybody's going to be looking at Clowney, and uh, hopefully he'll be able to pull through. Now, a quick question, Coach. How do you foresee yourself in the region this year? I mean, uh, you start off again with a big game, and everybody will be there on uh, the 23rd against uh, Savannah Christian Memorial Day, and then you go beach South Effingham, and then you get into the meat of the schedule of your region. How, how, what do we look for the Warriors to do in region this year? Well, um, I mean, I expect us to compete every year. I mean, I, I, I expect us to be right there in the mix. We were close last year. Uh, you know, we're in a new region, but this new region, we dropped County, uh, Camden from the old region, and we picked up Ware County. And, and uh, you know, they're a state championship team. They went last year to the championship. They're, um, they're loaded again this year. It's just a, a different caliber. Where, you know, we're playing up. And um, when you play up, you, 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 you know, you play, you play a different – different type of um, 
school from that 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 setting that wears in and um so where is the front runner and and they should be you know they 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 should be there until somebody knocks them off and then i believe you got you know um richmond hill glenn um right there in the mix and then then you got us in effingham and and um you know the rest of the, the region the right there in the mix so I, I think everybody's got a shot of course but i think you know it's no secret to where's the front runner and they should be but they're high school kids and uh they got to come to savannah and um i'm hoping that our kids will be ready and step up to the challenge and 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 make some noise with it coach always a pleasure always a pleasure to talk to you no matter where where it is and when it is and uh keep up the great work and uh we'll be following the hv jenkins warriors and anytime you got a kid that you want to nominate for the athlete of the week please let me know because i want the coaches and the uh the public to pitch the, pick these kids it's not all about what i'm watching and what i'm seeing and uh keep up the great work and uh go warriors i'll talk to you later tim appreciate it i hope i have many kids to nominate many weeks in a row all right. You got it. You got it, Coach. Keep it coming. Tim Adams entering his ninth season at Jenkins High School. They open up August 23rd. It's unbelievable. It's coming by so quick against Savannah Christian at Memorial Day School. And last year, they opened up beating Savannah Christian 21-20. And I was there. It was an exciting football game. Well, if you've got an athlete that has done something spectac- spectacular, whether it's in Elementary school, middle school, high school, college, professional. I want you guys to nominate them. That's right, you guys nominate them. I don't want to go out there picking these athletes. I want these kids in here. I mean, when I get these kids in here, the, the smile on their faces, and the, the, you know, they're so nervous. They, I just got to tell them, you know, you're on radio. There's nobody could see you. That's why, you know, I got the face for radio. Nobody could see me. But uh, nominate these guys. Give me, give me an email. Give me a message at, at the Call Demasi Sports Report on Facebook. Email me kdemasi at hotmail.com. Call me at nine one two five. Five zero seven nine one five eight. Call the studio and tell the guys down there in Brunswick nine one two nine two zero four 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 one that you got somebody for me. Tweet me at KD Sports Report. I mean, just unbelievable how much mass media is. And uh, let's let's get the good kids on. And uh, you know, this is great because Dr. Bart Weatherington loves high school sports. He loves athletics. He loves he loves young young uh, youth sports. So give it, you know he wants to sponsor this. Let's hear about the good kids. And yes, it's all sponsored by the Weatherington Chiropractic Clinic. Your back hurts. Another body part hurts all the time. It makes you mad. The pain drives you crazy. You just want to pick something up, if you can, and throw it across the room. Well, at the Weatherington Chiropractic Clinic, you get complete chiropractic care, pain relief to help you move better, have a less painful life, and of course, achieve a healthier life. So visit Dr. Bart Weatherington at the Weatherington Chiropractic Clinic located at the corner of 70th Avenue Waters, right off Durant Avenue here in Savannah, Georgia. And yes, the last couple of weeks I've had college players. I've had Catherine Dotson. I've had Randy Freeze. I mean, I, I can go on and on. Well, I mean, Let's get these kids on here, whether they're in college, whether they're pros, whether they're in the Ute Leagues, as we say in New York, the Ute Leagues, yes. Give us a call. Next up, we're going to talk to the voice of Georgia High School football, and I'm proud to say that he's going to be part of the ESPN Coastal Radio family, and he'll be right here on ESPN Radio, Savannah Hill, at AM 1400, 104.3 FM, and that's Tommy Palmer. You're listening to the Call of the Monster Sports Report, brought to you by, brought to you by Optum Orthopedics, right here on ESPN Radio, Savannah Hill, AM 1400, 104.3 FM. We'll be right back talking more high school football. And now, back to the Carl DeMasi Sports Report, sponsored by Optimal Orthopedics on ESPN Radio, Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400, and FM 104.3. 
And I'm Carl Demasi, and I'm glad you're listening to the Carl Demasi Sports Report, brought to you by Optum Orthopedics right here on ESPN Radio, Savannah Hill, Ned, AM 1400, 104.3 FM. And remember, Optum Orthopedics is doctor-led and patient-focused, still at the great, still, still at the great, same great place, 210 East Durant Avenue, right here in Savannah, Georgia. Well, it's high school football. I'm getting pumped up. We got a big high school format coming on here on ESPN Radio, Savannah Hill, Ned, and I'm telling you right now, being somebody that's from New York where you don't have a lot of high school football on the radio or on TV on Long Island because it's more of a professional venue. You know, everybody wants professional sports. The Jets, the Mets, the Yankees, the Giants, the Jets, the Knicks, the Rangers, the Islands. But down here, it's true Americana. It's high school football. Football is king here in the South. He loves it. Town shut down. And there's no other voice that I can put with high school football in this state than the man that's going to be on my on the show in two or three uh, minutes or a minute, okay? He, he does such a great job on the uh, high school football show. I mean, he does a pregame show and uh, countdown to kickoff, the high school scoreboard show, and I've been listening to it since I've been here, and I'm excited about it because you know what? When you go from the stadium to your house before you watch it on TV, you got to get listen to the radio. Let's hear what your arch rival did. Let's hear what the other teams did in the state. I mean, it, it's just, just a, it, it's electrifying, and I get excited talking about it. And uh, I know he's not, you know, one of those guys that boasts about himself. And uh, let, let, let's hear from him because. He is the voice of high school football in the state of Georgia. And he's joining us now on the ESPN Radio Savannah Hill Head AM 1400 104.3 FM hotline. And he's joining the ESPN Radio Savannah Hill Head AM 14 and 104.3 family. And that's Tommy Palmer. Good morning, Tommy. Good morning, Carl. Yeah. How's it going? In, uh, you, you, you over there in the uh, Pecan Grove? Or, or where you at now, right now? Yeah. I'm about 100 yards from the Pecan Grove, yeah. Tommy Palmer, the voice of Countdown to Kickoff and High School Football Scoreboard Show here in the state of Georgia, and they go, they have like 47 affiliates, so they're heard throughout the, the state, and uh, Tommy, I mean, high school football starting up, how long have you been involved in it in this state? I mean, I can't, I can't keep on telling people that, but it's just unbelievable. How did I get involved in it? How did you get involved in high school football? How did you become this voice that everybody associates Georgia high school football with? Uh, to make a long story very short, uh, played high school football and uh, enjoyed the game, played baseball, ran track. And uh, immediately after graduating from high school, I had been in radio for two years. So I was working at a radio station in Vidalia, and they needed a play-by-play announcer. And they said, we need you to do the games on Friday. And I said, I've never done the games. So they said, but you played the game. And I said, yeah, I played the game. And they said, well, good. You're our play-by-play announcer. So that's how it started. I started doing play-by-play three months after I graduated from high school. <laughs> it just kind of blossomed through the years. And then back in 1997, 1998, somewhere in there, Jeff Davis, the guy who now is uh, in Atlanta on GNN started a program called the High School Football School Board Show. And uh, I became the South Georgia correspondent for that. Then in 2005, uh, I took over the school board show as the anchor. Uh, I think we had 23 affiliates at the time, and uh, now we're at 57, not 47, it's 57. 
And wow. We're very fortunate in that regard, and, and that's how all of this happened, as a, a short, short story. Well, you know, you get on the airwaves on a Friday night, and you're excited about it, and you've been, you've been involved in it such a long time. Long time. What, what, what's so special about high school football with Tommy Palmer? Uh, and the fact that I enjoy it so much and, and still enjoy it. A lot of pe- people want to know, you know, why do you enjoy doing play-by-play? Why do you enjoy doing the scoreboard show? Why do you enjoy doing countdown to kickoff? Well, first of all, I know what, and I don't want this to gross anybody out, but I think as a former player, you'll probably understand this. I know what it feels like to be at the three-yard line, standing in the huddle with blood in your mouth and having to score game. Does that make any sense, Carl? Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. You put it, you put it right where it's at, right there. That's that's why there's no other game like football. I was a uh, probably a better baseball player. Uh, I was a pitcher and outfielder, <laughs> and uh, actually had a tryout with the Pittsburgh Pirates at Grayson Stadium in Savannah. Uh, but uh, that's neither here nor there. But as a football player, I just loved it. I enjoyed football. Uh, it was not my greatest talent. I played offensive tackle and defensive end. I was a, a decent football player. But I always love the game because it's a team game. It's unity. And uh, if everybody does what they're supposed to, everything works out good. If it doesn't, it doesn't work out so good. It's a team game, and it, it makes you learn to share. Paul would love to be the split end who catches the passes. <laughs> we all love to be the quarterback, you know, who throw the bombs and win games and come from behind. But uh, it, it teaches you a little bit of humility to be a grunt on that offensive line and playing defensive end, uh, getting lit up on almost every play. But uh, it, it teaches you about life, and that's why I like it. It's a game of life. Football is the same thing as the game of life. Uh, my high school football coach told me it's no crime to get knocked down, but it's a crime to stay there. Every time you get knocked down, get back up. And I've been knocked down two or three times or more times than I like to remember in life. But you always dust yourself off and get back up and uh, continue to do your best every day. And that's what I like about football, Carl. I mean, it's, it's you know you got that right on right on the, the the nail on the head right there. I'm Carl Demasi. You're listening to Carl Demasi Sports Report, and I got Tommy Palmer, the voice of Georgia high school football. He does the countdown to kickoff and the high school short scoreboard show every Friday night here in in Georgia, and uh, he's got over 57 affiliates. He's going to be part of the uh, Savannah, the ESPN Radio on Savannah Hill and Head AM 1400 104.3 FM family. You've been knocking on the door, Tommy, for so long to get here in Savannah, Georgia. Well, now you you've got. A, from, you went from the three-yard line to the end zone, bringing it here to Savannah, Georgia. I'm excited about it. And tell these people what it's all about. Why, why this scoreboard show is so, so special to people? Because it interacts. You can leave the stadium, and everybody who goes to the local game is not from that particular area. People are, you know, they move and marry and go to different portions of the state. But the thing that is so good about the high school football scoreboard show, we give every score on Friday night. We end the show with every classification, every score. We have reports from all over the state. And uh, if there's anything you need to know about high school football that went on on a Friday night, we tell you what's going to happen, what could happen, where the big games are on countdown to kickoff from 6 to 7. 
And then on the scoreboard show, we give you all the scores. We have games from, uh, have reports from big games. We have great reporters from every section of the state. It, the, you know, we have stations in Dahlonega, Georgia, Hartwell, Georgia, all the way down to Bainbridge, uh, Kingsland. We have picked up uh, the station in Kingsland this year. We're going to, you know, that had sort of been a vacuum down around Jacksonville. We picked them up this year on the school board show. And, and that's not, you know, inviting people from Brunswick to, you know, do that. But I'm just saying, you know, we, we have been trying to get uh, some coverage down in that area. And uh, we've finally gotten it. We have stations in Valdosta, the middle Georgia area, Columbus. We're all over the state of Georgia, and we get reports from all those areas. And games are important in those areas, and people are finding that it's important to get their report on our school board show. And that's what I like about it. It's We have a format that we go by, but it's unrehearsed. We just start... You know, at 10 o'clock, we do an intro, and we start getting scores and start getting reports. And uh, it takes five people to run that thing, and I get to anchor it. Buddy Horn is a a great producer of our show, and we have just a great staff that works on the show with us. And people have fallen in love with the show. I I don't know any other way to say it other than they've just fallen in love with something which seems like a perfectly natural thing to do on a Friday night in the fall in the state of Georgia. And you got it. You got one minute, it's one minute, sir. And uh, cracking the uh, goal line here in Savannah, Georgia is a big plus. You finally got someone to carry the show, eh? Oh, listen, getting in Savannah uh, is is just a blessing. It, it's, it's something that I am just absolutely thrilled about. And Savannah football, since they're playing in the proper classifications now, is beginning to, to make some progress. There are some great football teams in Savannah. And, you know, we need to let people know all across the state of Georgia about uh, what's going on in Savannah. And we I know we're going to get great reports from Savannah this year as well, Carl. Well, Tommy, it's a pleasure talking to you on a Saturday morning. I can't wait to talk to you after a Friday night uh, scoreboard show. And once again, you'll be right here on ESPN, Radio Savannah, Hill Head, AM 1400, 104.3 FM. We're part of those 57 affiliates now. And uh, keep up the great work. And it's always a pleasure. You do a great job, sir. Thank you, Carl. Don't call me sir. <laughs> Thanks. I appreciate it, my friend. How are you? Listen, you doing well? I'm, I'm doing good. You know, we, we're still going to play one more year of JV football at Islands High School, and then uh, I'll be roaming the sidelines, which I've been missing. Uh, one more year, I'll be roaming the sidelines on a varsity level next year in uh, 2014. But right now, we're just, you know, getting ready to play some. And that's Tommy Palmer. He'll be uh, right here on uh, Friday nights on Countdown to Kickoff from 6 to 7, and then the, the uh, Georgia High School Scoreboard Show from uh, 10 to 12 right here on ESPN Radio and Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400, 104.3 FM. Well, we have open lines in the next segment. It'll be a short one, but please give us a call at 920-4441. Let's hear about your favorite high school football team. You're listening to the Call of Demasi Sports Report brought to you by Optimal Phoenix right here on ESPN Radio Savannah Hill and Head, AM 1400 and 104.3 FM. We'll be right back. And now, back to the Carl DeMasi Sports Report, sponsored by Optum Orthopedics on ESPN Radio, Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400 and FM 104.3. 
And I'm Carl Demasi. I'm glad you could join me for the Carl Demasi Sports Report, brought to you by Optimal Orthopedics right here on ESPN Radio Savannah and Hilton Head AM 1400 104.3 FM. Well, we're down to the last segment. It goes really quick. And I got to give kudos out to another sponsor of mine that helps me with the Weatherington Chiropractic Clinic Athlete of the Week, and that's Russell Sporting Goods and Trophies. You're a coach, you're a parent, you're a local organization, you need uniforms, cleats, sports-specific shoes, basketballs, baseballs, you need softballs, you need trophies or plaques to reward your team or your organization, well, you can find all your sporting goods and trophy needs at Russell Sporting Goods and Trophies located at 5 Oglethorpe Mall Annex, right behind the Oglethorpe Mall, right here in Savannah, Georgia, which is located right behind Sears. Russell Sporting Goods and Trophies is a Savannah family-owned business, and they've been in business for over 40 years. So get some great help. From Russell, Rusty, Mike, and Jan at Russell Sporting and Trophies, and they will help you with all your sporting goods and trophy needs. Well, it goes quick. Uh, just to give you a quick Gene Sauer update, I finally found out the, the leaderboard. Um, wow, he uh, double bogeyed on the last hole. No, sorry, he uh, bogeyed on the last hole. So right now, Gene is uh, one under for the tournament. He's tied for sixth. All right, he bogeyed the first hole, part the second and third. Sorry, yeah, he parted the second and third and just bogeyed the fourth hole. So Gene Sowers now is tied for six. Will Claxton right now is playing even golf for the day. Uh, sorry, he's one over for the day, so he's playing even at the uh, RBC Canadian Open. Gene Sowers is playing at the uh, the Senior Open in there in England. Well, we just got done talking to Tommy Palmer. we got a lot of high school football that's going to happen right here on ESPN Radio, Savannah Hill, and AM 1400 and 104.3 FM. And there's no better guy than to tell us about us from three and out. He's my producer today and he's really the program director and technology whiz there for ESPN Coastal Georgia Kevin Thomas. Well Kevin we got a lot of football lined up here on ESPN Radio. Tell us about it. Yeah absolutely really looking uh, really looking forward to it. Obviously you talked about with uh, with Tommy Palmer we'll have the scoreboard show and uh, the, the countdown to kickoff, but also looking forward to uh, to doing a game of the week uh, this year in Savannah. So that's something I know that uh, hasn't been done in a, in a while, and it certainly uh, needs to be done uh, in, in Savannah. And uh, we're looking forward to uh, to putting that on out there each and every uh, week in Savannah, starting with some uh, some high school coverage. Then up and down the, the coastal empire, we're going to do a, a high school game day, uh, kind of taking the the college game day feel and kind of go up and down the coast to the big matchup of the uh, the Friday night and and try to bring uh, that environment to the folks up and down the coast. Well, you know, I, I believe it or not, I'm coming back. I'll be doing the uh, the color for uh, Friday Night Football on ESPN Radio, Savannah Hill and Head. And uh, yeah, it's about three years since we did it, and we got such a great, great response when I did it on the other channel. And people really, you know, I, I even had a couple people tell me they bring their radios just so they can listen to it while they're watching other games. So they really love their high school football here. Oh, absolutely. And I think that's something that uh, has been a uh, segment that's been uh, unserved. And we're, we're excited to be able to uh, to fill that void. I mean, for crying out loud, Carl, we're in, we're in the state of Georgia. High school football is big time. Do you know how many kids come out of this state to, to go play at the, the next level, whether it be, uh, you know, SEC, ACC, or, or Georgia Southern, the FBS uh, level, the FCS level, Division Two? There's just so many kids uh, that are excited about football in this state, and especially in the, the coastal impact. Uh, that go on and can play at the next level, and uh, we're, we're excited to be able to highlight some of these guys while uh, they're still playing uh, in high school. 
And, you know, I just got done talking to Tim Adams, the head coach over there at uh, Jenkins High School. We hear so much about Jadavian Clowney, Jadavian Clowney, which you guys have been following on your SEC media days. And But on the other side, did you know, Kevin, that's a local guy that's, that's really, I mean, he's, he's a fifth-year uh, now player and a uh, great kid in high school, standout athlete here at Jenkins, is now going to be on the other side, Chaz Sutton. Yeah, I, I heard you say that, and I was like, you know, I, I, I knew the name uh, Chaz Sutton, uh, mostly because of what we do, but I, I did not know that, that he played at Jenkins High School. That was a uh, surprise to me. Well, yeah, Jenkins High School, local product. I had the uh, the pleasure of coaching against them. And like, like Tim Adams said, I ran away from Chase, Chaz Sutton because, I mean, the, the, the kid was a monster in high school. Well, I mean, that, that's, that's smart coaching on your part, Carl. Uh, hey, you see a, a monster on the other side? Go away from that big boy. Oh, you, you got you got to run away from the big boy because I mean he he was monster. And, you know everybody's going to be running away from Clowney, and you know we're going to see a local product out of Savannah, Georgia, on the other side, hopefully having a monster's year. I mean, he's certainly in a position to succeed, as you said. A lot of uh, folks going to be uh, paying attention to the other side of the defensive line. That should mean a pretty nice uh, statistical year uh, for him moving forward and, and probably, uh, as uh, we heard Coach say earlier, uh, help him out towards that next level as well. Well, Kevin, I appreciate all your help. I know you're running a board down there, plus running the whole studio down there. I know you're taking a, taking a Saturday to come in and do this. It's been a lot of fun, and uh, appreciate you guys every uh, – Afternoon from three to five, from three to six, right here on ESPN Radio, three and out. Hey, well, we uh, we appreciate it all the time, and uh, we enjoy what we're doing, and uh, we enjoy uh, having you on here with us on uh, on Saturday mornings, uh, each and every Saturday, to to get us caught up on on what's going on in the Coastal Empire. But uh, we certainly appreciate it. Thanks much. Well, I'm excited about it because now I'll be I'll be heard down there in the uh, the, the Golden Isle when we start this uh, when we start the football season off. I'll be highlighting the coaches the first hour of the show all over the place. Brunswick, Pierce County, Savannah, Georgia. I'm excited about it. Yeah, it's going to be a, a lot of fun. And uh, again, all these teams kind of intermingle. Uh, Jenkins and Glenn and Pierce and Beach, all these teams play one another. So a good chance to go up and down the coast uh, highlighting all the teams here. All right, Kevin, it's been a lot of fun. I appreciate it. Remember, keep in mind, following the show right here on ESPN Radio, Savannah Hill at AM 1400 and 104.3 FM, we'll have national program. Remember, every Saturday morning from 9 until 11, right here on ESPN Radio, Savannah Hill at AM 1400 and 104.3 FM, you can listen to your source for Savannah area sports, the Call Demasi Sportsport. And whatever you may be doing this weekend, as I say every weekend, always, always hit it out of the park. And until next week, have a great week. The Call of the Massey Sports Report brought to you by Optum Orthopedics right here on ESPN Radio. Sports Report, sponsored by Optum Orthopedics on ESPN Radio, Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400 and FM 104.3.